What is up, guys? This is the Sports Fanatic back at it again with yet another edition of the Sports Fanatic. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. It's Thursday. Week's almost over. It's almost the weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited. Are y'all excited? I'm excited. Look, hopefully y'all have had a great week, a great day. Um, I know I have. I've been productive. I've been getting things done. Hopefully y'all been doing the same thing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Without further ado, guys, let's hop right into this edition of the Sports Fanatic. Now, Today, we are going to be going over the trade that is James Harden and, well, the trade that is the, um, basically known as the James Harden-Ben Simmons trade. And if you have been, living, have, have, have been living under a rock or don't know what I'm talking about, James Harden and Paul Millsap were traded to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and I think two first-round picks. Now... I'm going to be going over, obviously, who I think won this trade, the pros and cons for each team of this trade, yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, so let's hop right into it. So, in my opinion, I believe that the Brooklyn Nets won this. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets won this trade. Um, One, I, I, I believe that not only in the short term but the long term, I feel like I could see J- I could see Ben Simmons in 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 Brooklyn longer than I could see James Harden in Philly because I think after this year somebody's got to you you know you got to you got to pay James. I don't know if they moved to buy his Harris to make some room or what, but I feel like I feel like Ben Simmons fits better short term and long term. Obviously, he is younger than James, like twenty five to twenty six now. In Brooklyn, he fits in Brooklyn with KD and Kyrie, and I think I feel like Kyrie's gonna start playing all the games soon. I feel like they're they're gonna lift that restriction soon, or at least I feel like, I feel like they should. I feel like this they, they should have been lifted it, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, I feel like Ben Ben is not only Ben, but also you know Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. They are exactly what the team needs. They need they need a rebounding. They need a true big man. That's Andre Drummond. He's one of the best rebounders of all time. He gives them size. He gives them a presence inside. Um, they already had some bench scoring, you know, with the likes of, you know, Patty Mills, who I think is now started with Kyrie out, you know, Patty Mills and, uh, Cam Thomas off the bench, um, great young player, but then just adding a Seth Curry to that mix, and even, remember, people are forgetting, people are forgetting, man, they don't even have Joe Harris yet, he, Joe Harris isn't even back yet, I don't think he's played, like, all year, like, Joe Harris has been out for the longest time, and so just imagine what this thing's gonna look like when Joe, when Joe Harris gets back, you know what I'm saying? So this, the team, the team offensively, is just, I mean, it's it's great. It, it, it's looking really good for them right now. And obviously, you get a guy in Ben Simmons, um, who I feel like is a really good defender, one of the best defenders in the league. Some people think he's overrated on defense. I don't. Um, you know, you get a guy like him. You get a, a, a guy who can who can facilitate, who is going to have an open lane because there's, there, there, there's no Joel in there. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, and kind of obviously, you know, Katie and Kyrie are primitive guys so it's Seth and the only real paint presence that they, that they have right now you know you got you know Andre, Andre Drummond and you got Lamarcus Aldridge but Lamarcus Aldridge can actually shoot so really just just Drummond who's going to be clogging that lineup you got lanes for Ben Simmons he can drive and play make to guys like Seth Curry Cam Thomas uh Joe Harris when he gets back Kyrie Katie it's 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 looking so good for Brooklyn right now now um the con uh will Ben Simmons Shoot. Now, I'm not saying this is the biggest con in the world. 
But will Ben Simmons, lack of a jump shot, bite Brooklyn in the butt? And what I mean by that is, will Ben Simmons be enough of an offensive factor come playoff time when teams lock in on Katie and Kyrie? Can Ben Simmons be that third guy? Can he be that 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 third star player? Or is it going to always have to be somebody like Patty Mills or Cam Thomas? You know what I'm saying? Or Seth Curry? Will it always have to, have to be them? Or can it be Ben Simmons? Can he get, get, to get the confidence? I saw him. He was working out with Kyle Korver, I think, today. Um, and um, at the Nest, at, at the Nest uh, facility. And basically, can, can can Ben be the third star? Can he be the third guy? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, big, I'm a big Ben Simmons fan. I believe he can, but it's yet to be seen. Um, that's the that's one of the, really the biggest con in my opinion. But like I said, you're getting a great point forward who has an open lane, who can drive, who who can drive and, and play make to open guys for days. Um, and I feel like Brooklyn they got a really good they got something really good out of this trade. Now going over to Philly, right? Getting Paul Millsap, a good veteran presence, I'm not disputing that, a good veteran presence, and James Harden, one of the best, obviously still one of the better players in the league. Um. I feel like they definitely. I feel like they, you could, they got better in some ways, and they got worse in other ways. And they got better, which you know, with they, you know, they 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 got they got rid of a guy who didn't clearly clearly, clearly did not want to be there, who, um, was holding them back in terms of, you know, his unwillingness to shoot, his unwillingness to you know. Step up and step up and show up in big games and be the second star for that team. And Ben Simmons, they got rid of him. You know, I, I said I'm a fan, but that's just the, that's just the, the truth. You know what I'm saying? He he didn't show up in the biggest of moments. He 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 was afraid to shoot, which would have really helped his team out if he would shoot if he shot more. Because we all seen that he can't shoot. He doesn't want to shoot. So it would have really helped him out if he was if if he were to shoot, but he didn't. And you know, he he like I said, he's a guy that really didn't want to be there. So. I thought they got they got way up. They got rid of that. I don't like the fact that they gave away you know Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. I feel like Drummond was the best backup center that Joel Embiid's ever had. He was a great backup center. He had a lot of energy, hustle, rebounds, defense, stuff like that. He, he complimented Joel really well, I believe. And I don't think they really have a guy on the roster right now who who's really like that. Who's really a a, a, a legit backup center. So that's kind of bad. And then. Obviously, you know, you have a guy like Seth Curry who can get hot at any time, who's one of the best shooters in the league. And obviously, you know, you, you have a dynamic player in Tyrese Maxey, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like Seth Curry and Tyrese Maxey really were a special duo. You know, you know that, that, that packed a really big scoring punch alongside Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. And I feel like getting rid of Seth Curry kind of takes that away. I feel, I feel like teams will be able to key in actually on Joel more. Um, you know, but you know, looking at looking at the bright side, you get a player in James Harden who I believe is still a top ten player in the league when he wants to be, a guy who can you know get to the rim, a guy who's a great pick and roll player, which is you know I feel like with Joel Embiid especially, that's going to be that pick and roll is going to be lethal. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you get a a, a guy in James who who can do that, and he and I feel like you'll get a hopefully a revived James Harden. You know what I'm saying? A James Harden who. In Brooklyn, he was hurt a lot, and you know he he was kind of the third wheel in the big three. It was really supposed to be Kyrie and Katie's team, and here comes James Harden. We tried to make it work, but they were all always either hurt or 
dealing with some off the court issues. It was just it never it never worked. They remember they only played sixteen games together, and in those sixteen games they were thirteen and three. So um, take with that what you will. Um, but you know it, it's I think trans translate that to like six eighty eighty two games. I believe that's like sixty five and seventeen. Something like that, like some like a really really good record, like a top three, top two team in the East, um, probably number one in the East, um, but you know you they never were able to get fully on track, and I feel like in being in Philly, I feel like James is going to be really reinvigorated, really rejuvenated, and I feel like he's going to want to prove that he's still that guy, that he still can play at a, a close to an MVP level, maybe not as good as he was back in what he won in he won in like twenty eighteen, I think, um, yeah. Um, so I don't think he can be that guy again, but he can definitely still be a what, twenty-five, eight and nine type of guy, nine to nine. You know, um, I feel like he can he can definitely still do that um, when he's playing at his absolute best. Maybe maybe even better than that in terms terms of points. You know what I'm saying we saw last year when Katie and Kyrie were out, he went on a, a MVP like stretch. They beat teams like the. Like the the Lakers, the Suns, they beat they beat a lot of good teams in this stretch where KD and Kyrie were out. We were talking, and we were talking about James as an MVP candidate. That was just last year, so it's kind of hard for me to believe that you know he can go downhill that fast or he can decline that fast. Just like if like I said this just last year, so I feel like he can definitely still be that be that that complimentary guy next to Embiid. Like I said. Um, that pick and roll is going to be super, super, super deadly, and I feel like I feel like finally Embiid. I feel like him having finally having a star, a, a certified star to play with and play next to. I feel like it's really going to help him out. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of him, um, and I feel like it's just going to overall help the team so much more. You know what I'm saying, uh, kind that I have. Um, I, like I said, I do like the trade for Philly. I feel like. Pieces, the, the pieces that they gave up were really were, were valuable pieces, were good pieces. You know, maybe I'm overrating them. You know, you, you guys can let me know, but I feel like they were good pieces. Um, the con is, I feel like come playoff time, I feel like James, like I said, pe- 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 people people say that James Harden doesn't get the whistle that he gets in the regular season in the playoffs, which is kind of true. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, with two of the best foul drawers, draw, drawers in the league, in Embiid and Harden, how their play in the playoff is. You know what I'm saying? If they're if they're able to, you know, if if, if the refs see this trade, you know what I'm saying, that, that this James Harden to you know to Philly trade and they think maybe we need to officiate these two guys, you know, differently than what we do in the regular season for for real now, come playoff time. Because you know Joel Embiid, the best big man foul drawer in the league, and and James Harden, probably the best um, guard foul drawing the league. You know they're going to be trying to draw as many fouls as possible in, in in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the refs approach this team in the playoffs. You know, in terms of calling fouls and stuff. Um, and, and and I really want to see how they how they coexist. You know, in the playoffs. You know, what I'm saying in those in crunch time, in those high pressure situations. You know, what I'm saying. And then I want to see also if Tobias Harris can step up and be the third guy for them. Because obviously, you know, with Ben now, he was the number two guy. You know what I'm saying you could argue Maxi was the number two guy with how he without he how he was playing. You know, he he had a couple of really nice stretches throughout the first part of the season. Really great young player. Love him a lot. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky guy. Um, but 
But Tobias being bumped bumped down to number three now, maybe that has a positive impact on the team. Because Tobias to me, he seems like a more of a number three guy than number two. Um, I feel like with obviously with James being there, he's he's down to number three now. So I feel like now Tobias can play more of his game. I'm saying he he can kind of you know he'll get more opportunities, more looks. I'm saying it's I think it's gonna help everybody overall. I'm saying still got shooters like um, Danny Green, uh, like I said, Tyrese Maxey, Fred Kahn, Corkmas. You still got some some good shooters, George uh, Niang. Um, still got some good shooters. You know what I'm saying, but I feel like Curry. Um, that was, that was kind of a not a super tough loss, but it's, that might sting a little bit. I feel like at times it might come back to haunt them. Um, but I feel like both teams won for what they were trying to do. I feel like the Sixers were trying to get a player that can team up with Joel Embiid and win now, which is what they did. James Harden, like I said. I feel like he can still be a top ten player. Um, and the Sixers, I mean, in the uh, the Nets, they got a player who is a is, is a good defender. They need defense. I mean, they're one of the best defenders in the league already this year, which is kind of surprising. You know what I'm saying that's been led by you know Kevin Durant, um, and you know they they got a good defender. They got a guy who can who can play make. He's already the best playmaker on the team, replacing James Harden. You know who was who was the best playmaker on the team before the trade. Um, you get a guy who has an open lane who can attack, um, who's already been been seen, you know, working out with one of the best shooters of all time, and Kyle Korver. You know what I'm saying so. Maybe this is maybe maybe this is I, I, obviously Ben Simmons isn't no isn't a Kyle Korver type type of player or shooter. Maybe but maybe finally Ben Simmons can get the confidence, you know, from working out with the Kyle Korver to shoot in games, which would be really really nice to see, uh, really a revelation so to speak. Um, so you get a young player for your future. Along with you know guys like like I said, Cam Thomas, um, and then obviously you know, with draft with the, with the draft coming up, maybe they get some more some more young guys. Um, you know Nicholas Claxton, another another nice young piece. So they have they have a couple of nice young pieces. Uh, Javon Carter, I believe, is there. So they have a couple of pieces that, that that they can build around for the for the future. Um, but obviously they're trying to win now as well with with Kevin Durant, and Kyrie there. So they got a player who can help them with both of those. So both teams won the trade for what they were trying to do. I feel like, I feel like some, like I said, some pieces I wouldn't have given up. I, I, I would try to find a way around giving up, you know, a guy like Drummond and uh, Curry, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And so, yeah, those are my overall thoughts on this trade. Both teams had a good trade. I would probably take Brooklyn um, winning this trade over Philly. Um, I guess Philly got bamboozled because he definitely didn't. Um, but I'm still going to take Brooklyn. You guys let me know what you guys think. Who won this trade between the Nets and the Sixers? Um, and before I go, I need everybody to like, well, to, yeah, I guess like and share this podcast with at least one person. If y'all can do that, that would be greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. One or more people. It doesn't matter. It can be, it can be um, more than one. It's no problem at all. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts on on the trade. Hopefully you guys enjoyed, and I will see y'all next Thursday. Stay tuned. I'm out. I love y'all. Peace.